We have a new sponsor for the month of March, Stacked Supplements. Stacked Supplements is a locally owned and operated supplement store located in five towns across the Midwest. Cape Girardeau, Missouri, Carbondale, Illinois, Evansville, Indiana, Marion, Illinois, and Paducah, Kentucky. Stack's goal is to help people get results by providing next-level service, products, and support. Stack Supplements is more than just a supplement store. They go above and beyond to help each and every customer achieve their goals and improve their health. Check out their wide selection of everything from general health products and vitamins, minerals, to pre-workouts, fat burners, and proteins, and so much more. You can check out their website at stacksupplements.com, and the link will be in the show notes. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. All right, take two. This is how it goes when we do video. We started talking and realized we were not recording. So here we are. We're on our front porch. It's a nice uh, overcast 56 degrees, something like that, just in case you wondered. But we're going to go to 64. This is episode 176, 7 or 8, something like that on the Shepherd's Script Podcast. And today we are talking about submission as we continue our Biblical Womanhood series. So, Job, you want to pray? Sure. God, thank you for this time. I pray that you would please help us to have clarity of mind and speech as we talk. And I pray for the listeners that this would be an encouragement to them as they obey you in all of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, hierarchy and authority and submission, lesser and greater, not inequality as far as like inequality of essence, but hierarchy is built into the universe and it's very, very good. I was talking to a buddy of mine, Drew, who is a college student here in town and you, I think you heard about this, mm-hmm. but Drew was in a class, and the class was learning about how hierarchy is inherently evil. And so I asked him, why don't you go ahead and prepare the lecture for the next class, show up for the, cl- for the class, and then tell the teacher that, hey, professor, you're going to be in the classroom today as a student, and I'm going to be in the classroom today as the teacher, and see how well that goes for you. Well, we kind of laughed and, and mocked that a little bit because clearly the teacher would not accept that because there's hierarchy built into a classroom. There's teacher and student. And when it comes to the way God has made this world to work, there is leadership and there is submission. And that has nothing to do with the uh, value or essence of the person. So um, when God created mankind, he created mankind as male and female. And then when he made marriage, he made a hierarchy of authority within the marriage. So we looked at Genesis 1, 2, and 3 already. And then Ephesians chapter 5, I'm going to read a passage. And I figured I'd go ahead and say some caveats up front for all the people that would be wondering about this. Uh, Submission is great. It's a really good thing. Authority is great. It's a really good thing. And if you came here to listen, and and, and if you're of the opinion that authority and hierarchy is bad, well, I really want to challenge you with the scriptures and just all of life. I mean, look everywhere you see it. Submission is everywhere. Authority is everywhere. Inferior and superiors are everywhere. You see this with boss uh, and employee relationships. You see this literally everywhere. In a home, parents are the authority and they are superior to the children who are inferior. Again, not in value, but in hierarchy and authority. And when it comes to the way God has built the home, there is also a hierarchy that's built there. In Ephesians chapter 5, this is just so clear in the passage. And then I'm going to pass this off to Jordan and we're going to just throw some things uh, around a little bit. But I'm, I'm having my difficulty here 
of talking and finding and turning the page. Mm-hmm. So I, I just should go ahead. I, I know. I just <laughs> flip and I, I cannot there speak at the same time. So here, here's what Ephesians chapter 5 declares. All right. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Let's just pause real quick. Everybody submits, even the man, in submission in the context of the local church. But then when God specifically directs his attention to marriage, he gives us insight into leadership and follower, like leader-follower, and order of authority in the home. So you have order of authority in the home that goes like this. Jesus is over the husband, the husband is over the wife, and the parents are over the children. That's how it works. So if there's submission, then just like Sarah, who obeyed her husband, there is authority. And obedience and submission is a good thing. So it's it's weird in our culture to talk about how wives should obey their husbands, but that's what the scriptures declare. And here, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. So the wife here is like the church who is submitting to Christ. So the church submits to Christ in everything. We trust Christ. He is our head. He is our leader. And so we follow him. And in the same way, the wife is to model her behavior uh, as as the church submits to Christ. Now, okay, also a, a word on the Trinity real quick. Not getting into the ESS debate, the eternal subordination debate, and, uh, and all of that kind of stuff. Everybody agrees in the Trinitarian debate that's been raging for the last 10 years that there is functional subordination in the incarnation of Christ in his, in his life. And so when we look at the Trinity itself, when we see the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we see clearly that Jesus submits to the Heavenly Father. And, oh, do we have somebody sneaking out here? He's had a question. Okay. Valor snuck out here with a question. And the First Corinthians chapter 11 model then is the wife is to submit to her head, which is the husband. Okay, so submission is built into everybody, but there's extra layers of giftings given to the woman. Yes, you heard that right. Giftings given to the woman in the context of marriage, and most women will be married one day, which is submitting to her husband. So let's talk about submission. What do you, what do you got here, babe? Well, I think one thing I was thinking is interesting in Ephesians 5. So 21, the verse right before why submit to your own husbands is submitting to one another out of reverence to Christ. And oftentimes people will be like, see, look, actually, you don't have to submit to your husband because, look, submit one to another. Like that 21 somehow makes 22 mean nothing. Um, But if you read that in context with the beginning of the chapter, it's actually talking about within the church that we submit one to another. Um, And a lot of times I think people will take that out of context and say, no, that's actually husbands and wife. We submit one to another. Um, Mm -hmm. But really, like scripture says clearly here and in multiple other places. Colossians, um, 1 Peter. Yeah, Colossians 3.18. Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting to the Lord. 1 Corinthians 13.3. Now I want you to realize that the head of every man is Christ. The head of every woman is man. And the head of Christ is God. Um, there's just multiple places throughout Scripture that it, either, that it either says clearly, wives, submit to your husbands, or gives examples like Sarah of submission. Um, so I, I don't know why Christian women want to balk against the idea of submission so hard um, when it's so clear in Scripture. Uh so uh, I think can, one can of those interject- things is can I, fear. Can I interject yeah. a thought real quick? Okay, sorry. Um, 
Also in this, we don't need to pause to say here's how the wife or the husband should be leading because we've talked about that, especially on this podcast, a ton before. Clearly the husband is to lead his wife and to shepherd his wife and care for his wife. But we're not pausing to insist on that because specifically what we're talking about is to wives and this glorious call and of he, submission. Yeah, and here's the thing. People will say submission is really easy when the husband is leading, leading in a godly way, that he's leading like Christ. Well, sometimes, but other times, no, it's not. Like, submission sometimes is also hard when the husband is leading in a godly way, sacrificially and in all the other beautiful ways that a husband can be leading. Sometimes submission is still hard because we are sinful. And it, no matter how perfectly the husband is leading, it can still be difficult. So our obedience to the word and obedience to what God's calling us to do cannot depend on the perfect or imperfectness of the leadership of the husband. It has to be on the perfectness of God and his word and Christ as our leader of our Christian walk, as Christian women, as Christian wives. So um, as we think through submission to our husbands, I think it is helpful when fear creeps in and the whole, well, he's not perfect. How do I know that he's going to make right decisions for our family? I think it is helpful to think through that as we submit to our husbands, that we are actually submitting to God in obedience to him and doing what he's calling us to do in his word. Not mm-hmm. that our husband is God, but that God is calling us to submit. So we, so as we submit to our husbands, we're submitting to God in what he's calling for us to do. Um, and that yep. and that takes away a lot of fear because we know that God will always provide for us. God will yep. always take care of us perfectly. He will always provide for us perfectly. He will always lead us perfectly. So as we are submitting to God, um, and his leadership to us, we can willingly submit to our husbands without fear. Yeah, and this is about obedience to the Lord, because failure to submit to your husband is failure to submit to the to, to God, exactly what Jordan said. So when you do submit to your husband, you're honoring the Lord. And this area of authority and structure of authority in the home is a layer of protection for the wife as well, to where God holds the man responsible for what's going on in the home. And so in, in the way that this is working itself out, this is an extra layer of gifting and care for the wife that the husband does not get because he is ultimately the one that's Mm -hmm. responsible for what happens in the home. So when I said submission is a gift, it's a gift because there is an authority over you that God has established in a home. And that's a, that's a good thing for you. It's a good covering for you. You know, even things like with protection and providing, as I talk about with uh, the Sparksman podcast, we've talked about this. You're going to hear some rain going on in the background, by the way, in the video, probably more than the audio. And again, welcome to the wild outdoors. We recorded a couple weeks ago. You heard all the wind, and now you're here in the rain. Uh, but anyways, it's a good thing. It's a gift. It's yeah, a, it really is. Correct. So, and I want, I want women to feel that way. I want them to see that as a gift, that this is a gift to women, that God gives us leadership of Christian husbands, that that is a wonderful thing. And I remember whenever we were first married, um, I've said this on, I think, multiple of the episodes, but reading Let Me Be a Woman, by Elizabeth Elliot and just being like, whoa, this is actually a really amazing, beautiful gift that God has given Christian woman is giving them a husband to lead them and protect them and provide for them and, and think about them um, as their responsibility. That That's an awesome gift for women. And I want us to see it as beautiful and lovely and something that we can um, praise the Lord for. Uh, so anyways, one more thing that I wanted to say about submission is submission is not equal to silence. Correct. So, That's good. Because um, you're our help you're my helper as well. Right. And how terrible of a helper would I be if I saw um, 
sin. an obstacle in the road, and I just kept my mouth shut, uh, not caring what would happen. But it's yeah, fun, it's funny that you, the example you used is being a a, a side seat driver. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, that is funny because um, I am a That's bit right. of a side seat driver right. because I'm his helpmate. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, so it's not equal to silence. And honestly, we can sin in our silence. We can take this to the opposite ditch where we just overlook sin and in a mask of being submissive, we don't help our husband. And enable sin rather yeah. than help. Yeah. And help. So um, practically, the way that I think this works out is in disagreements. So if you di- are having a disagreement over a decision that needs to be made, sometimes people can think that submission will just be like, okay. Instead of discussing in a godly way and respecting one another and being a wife that is respectable, like are you someone that your husband can respect your opinion on something? Are you a learner? Are you are you talking not in an emotional way but in a level-headed way that you can be a source of encouragement and wisdom to your husband in disagreements and not just a nag or fretful or your input being irrational um, but being a godly woman that is not giving input based on your emotions mm-hmm. so anyways submission does not equal silence I think that's an important an important um, correct caveat there there's been a couple times in our marriage now, there's been many times that my leadership in this home is recognized. And in fact, it's recognized a lot, but there's been big decisions in our life where we've come to a point where I've just had to make a call and it's not the call that Jordan would have made. It's not a call that Jordan understood. In fact, we've had decisions that I've made that have left her in tears holding me saying, I don't understand, but I trust you. And those kind of moments really, I mean, they are invaluable to the man to know that his wife trusts him. And the great thing is there's times that I've made mistakes. And when a wife doesn't hammer you over the head with the mistakes you've made, but is gracious to you, it is the greatest thing in the world. And I've been so blessed, so blessed with a wife that does want to follow, that does want to submit and doesn't think this is some evil or weird thing. And, you know, the things that we have to grapple with, even at the beginning when I talked about the word submission, if you scoff at submission, then you scoff at the very gospel itself because Jesus, silent as he stood accused, I mean, he followed his heavenly father and obeyed to the point of death. And so submission actually... Christ's submission to the Heavenly Father brought life, and we see how powerful that is, to transform literally the entire earth and transform sinners into children of God because Jesus was willing to submit to the will of his Heavenly Father and obey. And that, so that, that submission is not this passive, wet-noodled, uh, impotent um, sub- kind of submission. It's actually radical and powerful, mm-hmm. and it's a glorious thing. And, and wives, you show your foolishness women, you show your foolishness when you reject that. In the same way that a man who refuses to be the man that God has called him to be shows his foolishness, the woman does as well when she mocks or scoffs at God's commands to her. Um, And then also in 1 Peter 3, 1, wives in the same way be submissive to your husbands so that if any of them do not believe, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives. I think it's also just important to note, like if you are married to an unbeliever, Submission still is a very powerful and godly thing that God will use um, to even bring salvation to husbands. So, 
I think just being reminded that submission, like you said, is not wet noodle. This very, it's a powerful thing that God uses to build his kingdom, to build awesome leaders of husbands, to build awesome families. Um, and even like it's, it's important for children to see why their mom modeling submission to the dad so that they know what submission looks like um, yeah. in a godly way that uh, I want my daughter to see what submission looks like and I want my sons to know what submission looks like for submission to their bosses, their um, leaders of their churches, to their dad. Um, there are ways that children need to grow up seeing submission in the right way, in an honoring way. Absolutely. And the home needs to see the dad submitting to Jesus. I mean, that's that the husband in that way is the lead submitter as well as he is submitting to Jesus. Okay, single ladies, you have anything before we talk to single I ladies? One, I have one more thing okay. Just with Titus too. Um, so one thing that older women are supposed to be teaching the younger women is to be subject to their husbands so that the word of God may not be reviled. So um, older women out there, be mindful. And, and all women are older to someone. So uh, be mindful that this is something that we should be teaching, um, what it looks like to be submissive, to be subject, to be joyful about that, to be living a happy life, honoring God and respecting and submitting to our husbands. So uh, be mindful of that as we're teaching through Titus 2 stuff at our church. It's like, maybe we should do one on submission because that it's not just how to make bread and how to sew and how to raise children and how to... Um, have the awesome household but it's also things like submission that we're supposed to be being taught yeah it's good okay single ladies one of the ways that you can practice most likely you are going to be married like i had mentioned earlier and one of the best things that you can do is submit in a local level at a church and be under the authority of the elders there and under the authority of your current household if you're living at home still you are in the household of your father and one of the best things that you can do to prepare to be a wife is to live well within that household, to honor your father and mother. And honoring your father and mother, this first command with a promise, is a proactive thing where we're looking for ways to actively honor our father and mother. And, and a great thing, what I'm hoping for Providence, our daughter, is that she moves from our household under the authority of, of, of me into another household that's birthed, that started when she gets married one day. And the best way that she can prepare to be a godly wife is to learn how to submit to me as I'm loving her well and even to, how to submit to her mom as, as she's being a good, good daughter to her mama, to Joby. And so the best thing that you can do is just learn submission now because you're going to carry submission on for the rest of your life. And uh, again, it's a really good thing. Is there a possibility that through submission that, that, that uh, those that are in authority over you are not going to lead well? Absolutely. That's why ultimately your trust in following these commandments to you, your trust is in the Lord. Yeah. And you're trusting him to take care of you. Now, mm -hmm. one final thing. If there is abuse of authority, then it doesn't submission to abuse of authority is not godly because it isn't is not helpful. So for instance, if a husband or a father is harming his daughter or his wife, then the authorities need to be contacted and the local elders his need to be contacted. General, yes. Yeah. And, and and then uh, you need to seek protection. Now, that doesn't mean divorce abuse is not an, a, a divorce issue in the scriptures, but it is a matter of separation. You need to you need to separate. Um, but those are rare occasions, very rare occasions, and especially in our abuse-focused world, things that are not abusive are called abusive. If a husband looks at his wife in a mean way, in some in some circles, that would be called abusive, emotional abuse, emotional, emotional abuse. And so, ladies, you need to be strong as God has built you to be strong in the best sort of way. And you're strong enough. 
to, to fear nothing as Sarah did and to honor your husband and obey him as you're trusting the Lord and ultimately obeying the Lord. Yeah. And, and this is that's the beauty of elders in a church is they are there for protection of women and of everyone but also of women so like if there is abuse going on in the home go to your elders tell them ask for help and um, hopefully you're in a church that has godly elders that will put a stop to it that will go and talk to the husband and say this is unacceptable and won't happen anymore um i love the story about should you tell that story yeah so there was a a guy used to listen to a lot i've learned a lot from i actually had him on the podcast neil mcclendon he was talking about how a church down in texas he had saw the minutes of a church and it was minutes from like decades back and a man had been hurting his wife and so the elders went over and gave the man a beat down and it says that the man was he repented and restored to church fellowship (laughs) and so that's like man way to go elders that's that's what you do so anyways elders should be manly men that are taking care of the ladies and babies in the church that are taking care of them and protecting them um so that issues like that will not go on um so submission trust the lord and then i love elizabeth elliott one of the things she says and let me be a woman is um whether it be a paperclip or a sailboat things work best when they are used the way that God designed them. And that's like totally paraphrasing and mutilating the quote, but that's the <laughs> essence of it is paper clips, sailboats, women. We flourish most whenever we are doing what God designed us to do. And part of the thing that God designed us to do as wives is submit to our husbands. So don't war against it, flourish within it, um, grow within it, find beauty in it, be thankful for it, uh, express gratitude to your husband and to the Lord for it. And um, yeah, and submit. Yeah, amen. He who finds a godly wife finds a great thing. So um, guys, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks so much for listening. This series, again, is on biblical womanhood, worship, work, help, submit, fear nothing, love. Sorry for the delays on getting this out, but we have kids, right? It's hard to it's hard to regularly schedule this. And right now, the way we got out here is because there's a nap going on on the inside. Mm-hmm. And so we're able to come out here on the outside. And snuck out. And snuck out. Yeah, that's right. Uh, if you've not yet signed up for the giveaway, the giveaway continues to go. We're about a little over halfway through the month of March. And so there's still time to sign up for the Stacked Supplements giveaway. There is a four-product giveaway going on. And you can go ahead and check out stackedsupplements.com. And then the link is in the show notes. Other than that... Uh, check out Fruitful and Fearless. Check Send out- your wives over to Fruitful and Fearless. We have a giveaway going on right now, too, from... Uh, what's it called? Farmstead? Farm yep. something? Yep. Farms house. Farmstead. Farmhouse. Okay, it's Farmstead. on the Fruitful it's and really Fearless. Cool. <laughs> it's very cool. <laughs> I can't cool. remember what it's called Go right to, now. Mind but blank, right? it is uh, these really cool diffuser blends. So if you like essential oils, it's like diffuser blends, room spray. They're all clean and non-toxic and smell amazing. Our house smells so good right now because I've been using them all month. So you can check out that too. Yep. So Fruit from Fearless, check out Jordan's podcast because her and Lexi did a great job. And then now it's her. Jordan is, is leading the charge on that. And many and, friends accompany and me and talk about lots of different things. It's great. And also the Fruitful and Fearless website's getting a major overhaul. And last thing, sign up for the Shepherd's Creek Intensive. It's been great to see some people sign up. You can bring your sons as well. And uh, your sons have to be able to be fully participate, uh, participate, uh, particip- they have to fully participate, participate participatory in every <laughs> event without being a distraction. Uh, we're canoeing. And should know how to swim. Got to know how to swim. Okay, guys, thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your week. See ya.